Welcome to Moon Harbor Extended. Today's issue is Aftershocks, Issue 2, A Target on His Chest. On the cover, Tyrannus is strapped to a wheel, as if at a knife-throwing event at a circus. Around him, their backs to the readers, we see several silhouettes. We recognize two as Cyberon and Leopardcon. A third figure in between them isn't familiar, but they have a hand adorned in a gauntlet made of jagged scrap metal held up in the air, preparing to throw a knife at Tyrannus. We turn the page and our story begins. So, our next panel opens on you all at your base. I didn't know you had a base until Alan said you had a base, but you all clearly have a base now. So, I'll take the blame for collectively, that. <laughs> can you all tell me what your base looks like? Everyone give me one feature of your base. It's a side building from the from the Saber facility on the same campus. The current Saber facility that you just wrecked? No, the original Saber facility in Moo Harbor. Okay, so it's a building that was not destroyed as Glacier took down half the building. Yes, yes. It's a side building. Administrative offices. Perfect. Uh, all right, let's go to... Uh, Bobby, give me another feature of your base there. I think we have like one of those big screen TVs that's supposed to be used for like monitoring and stuff, but I think we use it to just watch TV regularly. I also imagine it probably has like a sidebar scrolling of like tags of you on social media. So like there's just constantly like notifications popping up on the side there. Oh yeah, and it shouldn't be, that should be on my personal stuff, but I think I just set it there and didn't change it. I think what's going to be in front of the TV is just a, a hodgepodge of furniture that we've managed to accumulate over our time together. So there's just this like shag hot pink slash magenta rug and like a very shabby coffee table. And Mayo will like stretch out on the rug when he thinks no one's watching. Fantastic. Uh, Diego, add one more trait to the thing for me. It's almost like a uh, barracks style sleeping arrangement where we have tons of different cots but the only one that doesn't have a cot is coda coda actually has a bed like an actual bed yeah <laughs> and i'm not i'm not saying who but someone named diego was a little mad about that fantastic uh, and Sage, last feature of the uh, facility that you all have. You're the base there. Damn, that's literally what I was going <gasps> to say. <laughs> so I was thinking, yes, we have the cots and stuff, but maybe mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the bedrooms were just the offices that were there. So, Oh my God, like the cubicles? I was yeah. thinking that. Um, so it's, Stop. we try to personalize it, but it still feels like we're walking into work. You're in Excellent. my mind. You're in my mind, although I said it first, so that I means know. you're in my mind. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so yeah, I think there's like a big open area where like the mismatched furniture is, and then like the bedrooms are all the cubicles. And like they're probably like double size, like instead of just like one small cubicle, it's like a double size, so it can like fit a cot and like a chair. But that's about it. Like there's not a ton of space for you all. It has a really basic computer, but it does not have a supercomputer. Like you can basically access anything you could access like on your phones or on a computer at your house. Hmm. Uh, and we cut into the team at your base. So where are you all? If you all are like doing research or whatever the case may be, trying to find these people, uh, where would you be? 
I think I'm getting a snack. <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing is trying to relax and refuel. I kind of have it in my mind that we're in like the, the common area where our large TV is, like maybe on a, a couch that we all found. Fantastic. Let's go to Bobby. Where are you at this point? I don't mind being on the couch, but I think I'm really, uh, since Kareem is like, okay, and doesn't seem to have like any lasting injury. I think I'm trying to record a sea shanty. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Diego, where are you at this point? Definitely in his cot, just like laying in bed, maybe with a, a comic or something like that. Like a, a not, not a comic, but a graphic novel. He's definitely that type. Fantastic. And Alan. Alan is being the adult in the room and pouring over a bunch of paperwork, trying to figure out things and stuff. Excellent. So, yeah, as you're looking through that paperwork, there is a record of where all the like saber babies, the saber kids were assigned, where they went after uh, like saber was taken down. A lot of these kids did have homes um, like they were being trained by saber, but they could go home. So a lot of them are just with their families. Bonnie and Ronnie were sent to like live with a foster family and disappeared. Uh, and like, there's a big note like, hey, don't know where they went, but they both disappeared at the same time. So they're probably together. Okay. So because the next panel will be me walking into the common area with some papers in my hands. Yep. All right. So I have some information here on Bonnie and Ronnie. Um, what does everyone here know as I look around the room and see I definitely while I'm saying that completely interrupt the recording of the sea shanties. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll roll my eyes and put the put my phone away and be like, mm-hmm. Mayo will be like, thank God. Uh Mayo, how many takes was Bobby on at that point? At least 37. <laughs> Terrific. And so what does anyone know about Bonnie and Ronnie? If anyone wants to trigger a flashback and uh, do that, we can activate that move there. It ain't going to be Alan. Alan has no idea who they are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Bobby will trigger a flashback. Why not? Let's do it. Excellent. So we've got a custom move. So when you meet a character who you previously knew from Saber, you may trigger a flashback to reveal your past relationship. If you do, take influence over them and they take influence over you. Yeah, sweet. (laughs) Yeah, what's the scene? What's the flat? What are we flashing back to? I want maybe like a training session or even just like a study hall. I don't know. I feel like it would be something fairly mundane for this group. Maybe like like a a training room as we're getting ready for an exam or something. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, training room. And like whatever Saber's version of like the danger room is. Excellent. They have a pretty standard danger room. Yeah. Um, Like holographic uh, and like multiple walls, that kind of thing. It can be like any terrain, things of that nature. Um, is this a, like, there are a dozen of you in here? Is this a, it is just you and either Ronnie or Bonnie or you and Ronnie or Bonnie? I mean, I, I'd be happy to say it's the three of us just prepping. Like, maybe it was a, one of those, like, I don't know, like, anime tournament arcs where it's like you fight in three-man cells. And so I think this was our cell for this, like, training exercise. Excellent. And Bonnie looks over at you and is like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. And I think, you know, Bob, Bobby's response, Bobby, Bonnie, and Ronnie, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's such a mistake on my part. <laughs> well, also mine. Uh, but yeah, Bobby's like, oh my God, shut up, Bonnie. You're going to be amazing. We know. Uh, and Bonnie looks at you and Bonnie's like, I mean, this determines if we get into next year's like trainee program. Yeah. And the two of you are shoe-ins. What are you worried about? I don't know. I just, I just don't have anywhere to go if it 
doesn't happen. Like my mom's got an apartment somewhere in North Northern Moon Harbor. Like, but I haven't seen her in a couple of years and it's not like my dad even lives on earth. Oh. Well, I mean that, hmm. well, it's not the end, you know, even if it's just a stopover, but I don't think you should have to worry about that at all, Bonnie. You, you can teleport with rainbows and also you're a cat. Like, what more do people need? She looks at you and she smiles. And then she looks at Ronnie and like reaches out her hand for Ronnie's hand. And I think Ronnie takes uh, Bonnie's hand. Wow, I really fucked myself with these names. Uh, I think <laughs> Ronnie takes Bonnie's hand and like squeezes it. I think Bobby will look at Ronnie and be like, and you're fucking hot. So like, even if you don't like wind up, even if you don't make it, you probably have a gig as a model for sure. And C grins and like flexes because C, in addition to being like cybernetic, is also fucking ripped. Yeah, it's like C, mm, gun show. Yes, hashtag gun show, hashtag instagays. I don't know. Sorry, I assumed your sexuality. My bad. Um, but basically, yeah, you, you, both of you are phenomenal. You're going to do fine. Uh, Ronnie looks at you and Ronnie's like, no, you're right. I'm not worried. It's going to be fine. Yeah, you're going to be fine. We all know I'm the dead weight on this team. And that means we are so fucking set. Right? Perfect. And I think we see this, like, the light turn green to start the simulation. And we flash back to present. Mm -hmm. So make sure you uh, mark that you have influence over both of them. Great. And uh, you did learn a little bit of information there from that flashback. Yeah, it is. It's sort of sitting with Bobby that they were sent to live in a foster home when... Bonnie has an actual biological parent. Something about that sits weird. And like, did, there wasn't anything really revealed about Ronnie's uh, family situation. But like, that, that's the big thing for me is that Bonnie has a biological mom and she was still sent to live in a foster home. Excellent. Uh, are you relaying the message to the, that uh, thought to the team there? But I'm going to do it like I'm just musing out loud. <laughs> like I'm not directing it to anyone. You just had the flashback in your head and then you said that out loud as the flashback in your head ended, which took about 0.02 seconds. And you just spontaneously said that. Yeah, no one, no one knows why. <laughs> I was like, the hey, of, weird. The rest of us are looking at you like, would you care to share? Oh, hashtag scrubs moment. Um, God damn it. I hate myself so much. Um, <laughs> Can we, does it have to be Scrubs? Is there, is there a J we can put oh, no. in there somewhere? I loved uh, no, Scrubs. Scrubs can be in there. Oh, Scrubs yeah. can say. <laughs> Jumped. The J thing only applies for stores. Yeah, it's like a uh, hashtag cutaway. Um, so I was just thinking about uh, like our final sort of like training simulation before one of the three-man exams, or three-person exams, sorry. And I remember Bonnie said something about how her mom had an apartment in North Moon Harbor. But then she and Ronnie, both of them, were sent to live in foster homes after the events. Uh, so that's weird. That seems like some kind of administrative snafu, don't you think? A little bit. Um, maybe we could track down the uh, orphan, the foster home they lived in, and see if uh, will they have any information for us. Well, did you get anything? Did you try talking to them? I just found the paperwork. I meant earlier today when we were blowing up buildings. Did you talk to them at all? They were trying to kill me. Why? At this point, the panel shows Alan going, ah! uh, For what it's worth, Bonnie did say something. Bonnie, uh, I'll remind you. Uh, Bonnie said, we have to take you out so we can join. Said something about, okay, so, so, um, 
let's let's recap the events. I'm blowing some building up, having some fun. I turn around after getting called a bitch and I said language and then I get struck by a uh, flying kid. Because you took the time to admonish me for my language as opposed to assessing the situation. <laughs> I rarely agree with Bobby, but it's kind of right. Not now. So <laughs> we hit the building. Uh, I stood up. I asked really quickly, you know, what's going on? The building collapses. And um, they said something about uh, needing to join something. Any ideas? Uh, I wonder, I think, do I have a move for this? Yeah, I have. I wonder if I can invoke my Gossip Mags move. Go ahead and read that move for me. Uh, when you tap into the gossip and rumor of the celebrity industry for information on an important city figure, role plus superior. I don't know if it's, if they're important city figures or not, but like, is there a way I can, yeah, is there a way I can like tap my audience to see if they, anyone has heard anything about like villainous groups forming? Look at your audience moves. You might have, uh, there's, I think there's an audience move for the star that's like, uh, you can ask them something and on a hit they give it to you. Oh, yeah, when I seek help from my audience, it's right there. Role plus superior. Yay, we can read our playbook. I wasn't sure if that was just for, uh, like, if that was a move you had to take or if that was, like, All-Stars came with it, but I thought All-Stars came with it. I think All-Stars came with it, yeah. Because it's not, it doesn't have a checkbox next to it. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, Uh, do you want to do that? Do you want to seek help from your audience? Yeah, so I'm rolling plus superior, so that is a seven on the dice, and my superior is plus two. So that's a nine. Perfect. And on a seven to nine, their demands are a lot higher. Uh Oh, on a hit, someone can hook me up and they only make a small demand on a seven to nine. Their demands are a lot higher. Excellent. Um, First, tell me, how are you trying to get more information about this organization? These kids might be joining or about these kids. What information are you trying to get and how are you asking for it? I think I post like an Instagram story. It's like, hey, fans, uh, so we encountered two people who attacked us today, and they said they had to take out my uh, boss in order to join. Join what? Does anyone know? And then, like, all the appropriate hashtags. Like, to be clear, this is not good reconnaissance because it's very public. <laughs> We're on a roll. We got this. Doing good. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, you get a message from... An account you've never seen before, but also like you have a lot of followers, so there's lots of accounts you probably haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And it's from this like 14-year-old boy who sends a message and is like, hey, would those happen to be Bonnie and Ronnie? And I'm going to respond back like, yeah. How'd you know? Uh, they moved into my foster mom's house for a little while and... They were talking about how they had to leave because something was happening to the people from their organization and there was like a group trying to protect them. I'm going to show that text to Alan. What's the profile picture? This is important. It's like a, a five foot seven, like black kid um, with like pretty curly hair. Uh, and it's like a picture that some one of his friends took of him and he's like sitting in like a ridiculous pose on like a water fountain in front of a movie theater. Okay. Okay. So they actually have a profile picture. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking, 
I was like, man, if it's like an anime profile picture, I feel that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> T took the hard route. <laughs> nah, uh, because the demand is, I could probably give you more information if you wanted to get coffee. Uh, oh my god, oh, I love that, absolutely, yeah. Let's meet tomorrow, after school. Uh, his name is, I need to decide what his name is. His name is Quentin. I like to, <laughs> I like to imagine that Bobby has been streaming his, uh, he was like using the TV to record his videos, so he's, his phone is just on display on the TV, so we're just like reading his text messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Terrific. Now, you know we have a mission tomorrow afternoon, right? Wait, what? Uh, computer, pull up calendar. Yeah, it's not that fancy of a computer. I know, I know. I'm, I'm gonna... No, I'm saying computer, pull up the computer, and then I'm gonna, like, nudge Diego. Then I start typing it in begrudgingly, pulling it up. I was like, oh, we do have a mission. I'm like, and so I'm gonna type back, like, sorry, bae, uh... And then I'm going to find the next available spot on my calendar to put a coffee date in. Uh, and he's like, I mean, or, you know, um, uh, uh, dinner tonight. Are you free for dinner tonight? And Bobby, you are free for dinner tonight. I'm like, OK, if that works. Where? Uh, his response is, are you paying? Of course I am. Who do you? Yeah, yeah I'm paying. <laughs> and like... <laughs> Immediately put up my cash app on there for people to donate. <laughs> Mayo is like hissing at you. Decline. Decline. What? No, I'm going. I'm going to get dinner. Y'all do whatever you want. <sighs> I mean, you're, you're airdropping the, the cash app like request. Oh, yeah. To all y'all. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I mean, it's to my audience. So like one of my things with my audience is that they apparently are my income. They're the source of my income beautiful so it says uh, one of the adventures is that i earn a lot of money from their interest and so they would probably be interested in seeing this so i'm putting i'm airdropping the cash app so that people can donate to this dinner fund uh you get a text almost immediately from kareem with the name of a restaurant and they're like i'm already on my way there to set up some lighting so just you know that's where you're going great i will uh uh, relay that information over to Quentin. Uh, and he th- sends a thumbs up emoji, and then a moment later sends like a kissy face emoji, and then like you see like typing, and then no typing, and then typing, and then no typing, and then you don't <laughs> hear anything else. Uh, I'll respond back with the appropriate thumbs up and like winky face emoji. Excellent. Uh, so you're going to get a little bit of information that way. Does anyone else have anything you want to do before we see Bobby getting some information there? Please don't let Bobby be the most useful member of the team today. Nope, nope, this is happening. I was going to ask if Sage could crash the dinner. I was, yeah, I was hoping we would, like, stage some sort of, like, secret follow Bobby thing, because, like... I was... <laughs> I just picture all of you crammed into the next booth, like hiding behind a single newspaper. If we need to do that to get that panel, we will do that. It's three I, people. Uh, it's three people in a trench coat with mayo as the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And, but you all are like regular size, so this trench coat is like super tall. We're enormous. 
Okay, for what it's worth, that's going to be the cover of this issue. (laughs) It's such a good image. I'm going to Google the address, like Google Maps it. So I can see what it looks, scope it out, you know, find a find the Yelp reviews. Perfect. It is a uh it's like on the same level of like a cheesecake factory. Like it's not like nice, nice, but it's nice. But is the decor tacky as hell? That's all I need to know now. <laughs> that you've invoked Cheesecake Factory. It is incredibly gaudy. It's like Yes. Vaguely Mediterranean, but also like there are weirdly like murals of Eskimos on the wall. I love oh, it. Oh God. no, it's Olive Garden. Like it's it's bizarre. <laughs> uh, does anyone have a name for this restaurant? What type of food is it? Yeah, what, what type of food? Uh, very like all American kind of cuisine. Like uh, it's probably like an Olive Garden TGI Fridays kind of place where it's like a little bit of everything. Ah, oh, dang. Because you said there was like uh like the frozen images in the background and like the Mediterranean sur- like surroundings, I was like icy hot, and they like do Mediterranean like uh, Arctic food, so it's like seal. <laughs> <laughs> no one enjoys it. It's just like it's for, it's fusion for the sake of fusion. That's better. That's what it is. Oh God! <laughs> hot. Yes, I'm so here for it. Ah, Kareem. <laughs> But they have, like, pretty massive bay windows, so, like, Kareem can be, like, outside at a table outside with, like, lights shining to get good video of what's happening inside. You're perfect. Uh, which is why they picked the place. Does anyone want anything before we get to that date? How are they following me, and do I know they're following me? That's what I was about to say. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Bobby on his way to the date. Bobby, do you, I know you're not old enough to have a license, or you're just old enough to have a license. Uh, do you have a car? Do you have a driver? Do you walk? How do you get there? Uh, I think I have a driver. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm someone who would have a driver. Yeah, I'm, I'm so spoiled, y'all. I'm so spoiled. <laughs> so yeah, I think I have a driver. I think I've, I've dressed up like what Bobby perceives as like nice, but not too nice. So I think I've got like a butt nut shirt and tie and vest and slacks, but also like heels. It's like, yeah, gender binary, whatever. And then I think I'll just like sort of get out, um, flip the sunglasses to the top of my head and like just stroll on like obliviously into the building. Perfect. Uh, how is everyone else following Bobby? Alan is flying. And I actually just realized I've never, Alan has never driven anything. <laughs> You've driven a motorcycle once. Did he drive the motorcycle? I thought he flew. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You didn't take the motorcycle. And Max took the motorcycle. Yeah, you've never driven anything. <laughs> oh my God. I've had multiple opportunities. <laughs> You've driven your friends crazy, if that counts. Well, I mean, <laughs> like I said, I'm the damsel in distress. Perfect. Uh, so Alan is flying. How is everyone else going to follow Bobby? Um, unless there are any objections, Mayo is going to be like clinging for dear life to Alan's back. I'm in for this. This just continues the uh, trend of teammates clinging onto my characters. <laughs> In some way while we're traveling. 
That's true. Alan is a form of public transportation. Uh, and Sage and Diego, how are you guys getting to this date there? I figure we just take our bikes. Yeah, I uh, I think we take our like bikes and we just um, left like an hour earlier than everyone yeah. else. <laughs> Diego's like, all right, Sage, I have enough for one baked Alaska. We have to make it last the whole time. So don't order it right when we get there. We'll fill up on breadsticks first. I really want to try a baked Alaska. I figure it goes with the restaurant. That sounds Ice, good. Icy hot. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> All right, it's our signature dish. I think they actually have like several different types of baked Alaskas. Like they have one that's somehow like savory for like dinner. It's like a souffle, but it's a baked Alaska. It's really horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Icy Sheets, T. Huth, and Elliot Peterson, and edited by Icy Sheets and Sean Geddes. Icy can be found on Twitter at IcyNewYear or at IcyNewYear.com. T can be found on Twitter or Instagram at TPHuth94. That's T-P-H-U-T-H-9-4. Elliot can be found at Elliot Yulen on Twitter. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-Y-L-E-N. Sean can be found at The Crumpet on Twitter. That's T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T. This issue was GM'd by T. Huth. Tyrannus was played by Kylie Kane. They can be found on Versian Chronicles or on Twitter at The Versian. Mindflip, aka Mayo, was played by Dex Fan. Dex is an American-born, Vietnamese man looking to inspire others to be their best selves. In his free time, he enjoys writing and reading about unabashedly queer characters and designing Vietnam-inspired fantasy settings. Keep up with him on Twitter at Rexarino. That's R-E-X-A-R-I-N-O. Vice was played by Roberto Seguera. Roberto is a Latina American content creator. You can find him on the Nerds on a Roll podcast and online at Rob underscore Kebab. That's R-O-B underscore K-A-B-O-B-B. Versa was played by Katie Kawaguchi. Katie is a freelance illustrator and content creator for the Nerds on a Roll podcast. You can find her online at underscore Kid Katie. That's underscore K-I-D-K-A-T-I. Coda was played by John John Johnson. John John is a queer Asian American multidisciplinary artist in the DMV area. He serves in the theater community as an actor, director, playwright, and board member. A staunch advocate of equity, diversity, inclusivity, and belonging, he also works in casting with a focus on representation, both on stage and off. John John is also a professional DM, having recently formed his own company, Dun Dun Dungeons, to run paid games for inquisitive new TTRPG players. Love to E.T., K-H-R-T-S-W-A-R-B-S-M, and N-N. The music in this issue was Special Spotlight by Kevin MacLeod. A link to the license and his website will be in the show notes. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter 
at Moon Harbor Cast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. And thank you so much for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.